0: Sexual dissatisfaction can cause relationship problems, which in turn can cause more sexual dissatisfaction. Learn how to improve sexual satisfaction for both of you using better communication. A happy marriage depends partly on both partners being sexually satisfied. People who are not sexually satisfied in their marriage begin to lose sexual desire for each other. After that, the frequency of sex drops off or stops altogether. When sex drops off, The sex drive is not eliminated from either partner. A person's sex drive in a sexless marriage may subconsciously lead them toward a new relationship with someone else. We can become attracted to others without even meaning to when our sex drive is not being satisfied in our marriage. We can be turned on a lot more easily by others, whether by their appearance or the way they talk to us. There is nothing like hunger to stimulate the appetite for food of any quality. Affair prevention is a whole lot easier than ending an affair, so it's important to catch sexual dissatisfaction early and take steps to remedy it. Making sex and intimacy enjoyable for both partners is one of the keys to keeping marriages healthy. Begin with clear communication. Clear communication is the best way to set about making sex more enjoyable for both of you. Clear communication must never include criticism if you want it to be well received. This means you are not going to be telling your spouse what you don't like. Your aim should be to present a win-win proposition that will appeal to your spouse. If your request includes something your spouse also would like, it will be better received. You may be interested in a new sexual behavior while your spouse is interested in more emotional connection. In that case, help your spouse to see how your sexual request will help with the emotional connection that he or she wants. If there is no way that is actually possible, then don't request it. We can make requests, however, that only benefit us when our relationships are doing well. Making a selfish request in a strained relationship will only make things worse. Help your spouse to get more of what he or she wants before thinking of making a request just for yourself. If you're unsure whether it would be good for your spouse or not, then give it a try, but ease into it and look for red and green lights. Saying that you heard that some couples do such and such may be direct enough that you get either a disgusted signal from your spouse or an interested signal. If you don't get much of any response, don't push. Your spouse may need some time to process what you're saying so you can try again after some time has gone by. Don't let your spouse's excuse ever be, I didn't know you wanted that. Your spouse is not a mind reader, however obvious the situation appears to you. Many men and women have gaps in their knowledge about how to please their spouse for either intimacy or sex. Your spouse may want the same thing as you, but just like you, not know how to bring it up. Are you too embarrassed or shy to bring things up? If you are embarrassed or shy about talking about sex, then that is related to your insecurity. It stems from a fear of what might happen if you do. Shyness prevents rejection, but it also prevents connection. You have to decide between your emotional safety and your emotional satisfaction when you work on overcoming shyness. Shy people are lacking in communication skills, so they need to learn those first before taking the plunge into open communication. Otherwise, they are more likely to get rejection because they say things in a too direct way or antisocial way or in a way that just doesn't come across right. And so getting such rejection, they become even more shy. As a coach, I see every problem as a skills deficit. And I see learning skills as the fix to every problem. I challenge you to come up with any problem that does not need some sort of skill for fixing. If you're shy and you just can't bring yourself to communicate your sexual desires to your spouse, then you can get some counseling to work on reducing your fears. Or you can get coaching to learn how to say things in a good way and to know the best response to however your spouse reacts. A counselor will ask you what you want to say and ask you about your feelings. A true coach, on the other hand, will ask you what you want to achieve and then tell you what to say to maximize your chances of success. I want my clients to have success the first time they say something. Many times they won't have a second chance or won't try again if they don't have an initial success. I have for you some examples of fuzzy and clear communication about sexual needs and desires. Listen for the difference in these types of examples. Here is a fuzzy and selfish request. I want to have better sex and more often. Well, obviously, that's not a win-win proposition, That is one person wanting one thing for him or herself. Now, let me give you an example of a clear and win-win. I want to have sex at least twice a week, orgasm before you, and be the best sexual partner you ever had. That would be particularly suited for a woman to say, given the way men's sexual response works. Or, here is another example. I want to have romantic sex with you at least twice a week, and to also get oral sex from you at least two other times per week. Now, I don't want you to take these examples as sexual prescriptions. I do believe that it is best for women to orgasm before men do, because a man will stay motivated to please as long as he has not yet had orgasm. But as to whether you have oral sex or not, and how many times, it comes down to individual preferences. I just wanted to give you some specific examples, and I've got some more for you. Here's another fuzzy and selfish example. I want you to be more active and participatory during sex so that I am more stimulated. Do you hear the criticism in that example? I don't think I would like hearing such a request. Let me give you an example of a fuzzy but win-win request. Not so clear, but still win-win. I want our sex to be more varied and fresh so that it doesn't just become a routine for either of us. I think it's pretty good, and maybe people can start talking about some ideas if they're both in agreement uh, to that request. But let me give you an example of a more clear and win-win way to express a very similar thing. Here it is. I want to try, as an experiment, making sex more playful and fun for us. For example, I could be Superman and you could be Lois Lane. Now this example is very specific in the type of thing that they could try, which might help a partner to be at ease because they might imagine something extreme. Another thing I like about this particular example is this person is saying as an experiment. Whenever we suggest things as an experiment, they're likely to get less resistance than if we just ask it without, what, which might make the other person feel they're going to be stuck with their particular decision. Now, let me say something about Christianity here, because Christianity is a subject which trips many people up when it comes to sex. God created sex for marital pleasure and not just for making babies. If you have any doubt about that, you need to read the Song of Solomon in the Bible. The Bible gives us a lot of freedom on how to enjoy sex in our marriage as long as it is something just between us and our spouse. Did you ever give a gift to someone and they never used that gift? I bet if you did, that was disappointing for you. Well, sex is one of God's gifts for us. Enjoying his gift in our marriage will please him too. The point of my examples is not to tell you what you should want. They are to help you consider what you want, to help you consider how you can create a win-win, and how to communicate that. As long as your relationship is otherwise good, then things aren't going to go too badly, no matter what you say. However, you will have more success saying things clearly and in a way that considers your spouse. Keep in mind that your request does not obligate your spouse in any way but you are less likely to get what you don't ask for. I suggest that you prepare for possible responses you might get from your spouse before you communicate your request. Doing that will help you not to be overreactive. One possibility is that your spouse may agree with your request. The most common response in good relationships is agreement or at least an agreement to try. This is very strong evidence that you should make your relationship as good as possible before making requests, sexual or otherwise. Men often believe that sex builds relationships, and so they pressure their spouse for sex when the relationship is poor. Unfortunately, that strategy only makes relationships worse. Relationship building has to come before sex. Now, your spouse might disagree with your request. If your relationship is otherwise good, but your partner disagrees with your request, you need to realize that you are no worse off than before. In fact, you are better off because you know it's not a matter of your lack of communication. Be sure not to get angry if your spouse refuses your request. You're not going to get everything you want, no matter who you're married to. Anger will just get you less of what you want. If your spouse disagrees with your requests and your relationship is not so good otherwise, then what you can do is work on improving your relationship in other ways, non-sexual ways. And then you may end up getting what you want sexually. And if your relationship is good and what you want is fundamental to keeping your relationship, then you can get professional help. Do not make your spouse feel like something is wrong with him or her. There is nothing good that will come of that, even if it's true. Learn how to address this issue in your relationship in a non-destructive way. Most people will not know how to do this without learning how to do that unless they have already gone through their training, have experience, having success with those things. Now, what if you don't like the sexual behavior that your spouse is requesting? Well, I have five tips for you. I recommend that if your spouse requests something that he or she desires and you don't, that first, you thank your partner for being open with you about it. Something like this. Thanks for telling me. I'm really glad you feel comfortable enough to tell me. Secondly, try not to be rejecting or judgmental, regardless of what you think about the request. A good response might be something like this. I'm not ready for that right now rather than, I'll never do that, you sicko. That is not going to be helpful for your relationship and is an unnecessarily discouraging way to say no. Thirdly, if you're unsure about what your spouse is saying, then suggest trying it as an experiment to see how it goes. Usually when a partner's idea doesn't work out, they also scrap the idea. Say it like this, let's try it for a month and see how it goes. Fourthly, Consider if there's some part of it that you can agree with, even if you can't agree with other parts. Maybe something like this. Oral twice a week is too much for me, but we can try once a week and see how it goes. Fifthly, you can make an alternative suggestion like this. Lois Lane is no good for me, but I wouldn't mind trying out being a Wonder Woman. One thing I want you to notice about these examples is their trial nature. Don't ask your spouse to commit to a lifetime of sexual behavior that they have never done, and you also don't commit to permanently doing something that you haven't done. If the relationship becomes worse, or someone becomes unappreciative, or some other unforeseen issue happens, then it's time to try something else. On the subject of trying things you haven't tried before, let me tell you what I tell people as their coach. I encourage people to try new behaviors with their spouse if they are not dangerous and they don't violate their marriage commitment and they don't violate their values. Now, this goes not just for sex, but also for other things that your spouse would like to do. Some people would like to know if marriage and relationship coaching addresses sexual issues. Let me give you some advice about who to see if you're having issues in your relationship. If you and your spouse have problems particular to sex only, the rest of your relationship is very good, only sexual problems, then I recommend you to seek out a sex therapist to work with either you or you and your spouse together. Relationship coaching and counseling would not be your best choices for a sex-only kind of problem. Now, When would you see a counselor? A counselor certainly will help you to talk about your needs and relationship problems. As a coach, I really don't like that approach as it creates more division. And unless both spouses are on the same page, wanting the same outcome, it often leads to divorce. However, there are times when seeing a counselor is going to be your best choice. And I want to make sure you hear me. When I say that I am not anti-counseling, it's just you need to have the right professional for the right problem. Counselors are going to be most helpful for when you and your spouse both have the same motivations, both want the same outcome, but have difficulty getting there because of difficulties in communication or problem-solving together. Then go see a counselor. It's going to be your best place. Now, what about seeing a coach. When would you see a coach? Well, in terms of sex, coaches view good sex as a result of a good relationship. So rather than working with you and your spouse on problems, what a coach will do is to teach you alone how to attract and connect with your spouse and how to use boundaries if necessary. The point of all that is to strengthen the relationship so that your spouse will have more desire for your relationship so that you both can be on the same page and enjoying each other more. Notice that I said go to a counselor if you both want the same thing. And now I'm saying go to a coach if your spouse is not motivated to do the kinds of things that you want to do or is not motivated to have the same kind of relationship you would like to have, or if your spouse is not even wanting to be in your relationship because a coach will help you to build the relationship so that you can be more involved with your spouse, having more connection, having your spouse more attracted to you. If you are interested in working with a coach, you're welcome to come to my website and look at my coaching packages to see what I have to offer. Not all coaches are going to be offering the same thing, but if what I have to offer you matches what you need, I would be happy to work with you on having a better relationship with your spouse. Thank you for listening to Reconciling Marriages with Coach Jack. Visit CoachJackIto.com to learn more skills for reconnecting with your spouse and restoring your marriage.